<laughs> and there goes, there goes our sight reading. There goes our sight reading it all for the day. Shit in the last measure. And well, that'll that'll happen. <laughs> that four loco. And that's that four loco. Um, that was where's the butter, which was a user submitted tune for us to try. And uh, now we know we should probably practice them before we're recording. The yeah, show. sight reading's a bitch. Isn't sight it? reading's a bitch on the computer. <laughs> um, hello everybody. My actually, you know what, Andy? Yes, Josh. We're getting we're getting way out of order here. Yeah, we're completely fucked. You know what really bends my boner? What's that, Josh? <laughs> it's it's when um, you essentially are in the off season, right? It's kind of quiet. Uh, there's not a ton going on in the piping and drumming world, especially not here in the states. And you finally, finally get the opportunity to get one of your longtime listeners, um, full first time callers on the air. And that's that's a bad thing. Well, yeah, because I'm assuming he's going to totally fuck it up. Oh, well, yeah. yeah okay, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hell yes. But before we get into that, I just want to say welcome, everybody, to the Chan Rant Podcast. It is the world's worst bagpiping podcast. And I, my name is Josh. And with me, as always, is my bearded, slightly hungover, very gassy co-host, Andy. That's me. And we have an incredibly special guest today, the one, the only, Eric Horsecock Evanhouse on the line. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> The, um, I've been called that since high school time. <laughs> <laughs> the writer of the um, infamous Chanarant jig, as well as many other tunes that yes. are written for bagpiping podcasts. So you've really found your niche. I, yeah, I get really inspired. Not too you bad. Really, really inspired by podcasts. <laughs> Might as well. You're inspired yeah. to write shitty tunes by a shitty podcast. <laughs> by shitty shows. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Might as well. You got to write about something, right? <laughs> All right. So I do want to let everyone know um, this is an explicit show. So um, if you are of the sensitive ears, now is probably the time to go listen to something else. And I'll even give you five seconds to turn it off. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck. That's what it sounds like when Andy's puking up his four loco later. Is he's like, should we warn people that we are on the four loco today? Well, we have we have what Eric has dubbed the white trash buffet, which is a sugar-free Red Bull. Fruit Punch for Loco and a 25 ounce Michelob Ultra in front of us. Each of us has that. Yep. We should wow. take a picture of this. Like, it's, it's balanced. Yeah. It's very, this, very, this is all part of a very balanced diet if you're a piece of shit. <laughs> if you're a scumbag. If you're a scumbag. Is, <laughs> yes. Any, anybody who says they can't afford to be an alcoholic, get, get $5 and you'll get two Four Locos <laughs> at the uh, Iraqi liquor store down the street <laughs> that used to sell whiskey but lost their license. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the IED special. Yeah, that's the IED. <laughs> <laughs> Pay extra for shrapnel. <laughs> it's an IAD. It's an, it's oh, an improvised alcoholic device. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck's sake. But yeah, so we're we're definitely and I'm I'm about halfway into mine, so we're going we're riding the poo poo train straight to straight to shit town. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Oh fuck. What is with these Sunday shows, by the way? And us getting hammered on a fucking Dude, Sunday. Dude, I honestly, like, I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I have shit to do. 
I mean, I really don't, but I'd like. To Are you going to be? Yeah, you have like you have like three or four raids on Destiny to run. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say, um, listeners can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Fusco's Grinder page. You can send us emails. You can send us voicemails to be played on air. I think we have one today. Mm-hmm. How is it that we get more of our fans? sending Rab voicemails for his show when we ask them to, then people will send us voicemails. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I just wanted to send, like, six people will be like, I sent Rab this voicemail because I'm one of the six. Like, motherfucker, you could send us one too, you know? Like, yeah, Well, to right. be fair, those same guys have sent us numerous voicemails. And, uh, you know, like, it's like Rab's, like, the delayed version of the Channerant. Channerant Light, Like, Channerant Light. <laughs> <laughs> Except with actual information on what's happening. Yeah. He, he seems to know things. Yeah. He actually knows what the fuck's going on. Well, we just <laughs> we just listen to the big Rab show and talk about it. But between us and Rab, we're like, balls, right? we're like Tyrion. We drink, and he knows things. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad. I'm actually glad that you brought Rab up, by the way, because listeners of this show... Um, our, I finally got something done. I finally carved out some time to get something finished. You're kidding. I know. I know it's hard to believe. It's been, it's been a hard fucking month at Josh <laughs> McEachern Enterprises, bro. <laughs> Did you finally get the Pooh Bear t-shirts made we up? We have the Rabby the Pooh t-shirt. By the <laughs> oh, time God. you were listening to this podcast on, I'm assuming, Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday, probably. Tuesday, probably. By the time you're listening to the show, the Rabby the Pooh t-shirt is in the Chainerant store, and oh, it is and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This it is probably, it, over my over my 20-year art career, this is the best this thing I've ever done. Thing. Yeah, easily. You should charge extra for that since it's going to be so special. This is a Josh McEachern special. He, uh, Josh McEachern created and Aussie Broad approved. Yes, so. this is true. We did, we did solicit. And actually, Big Rab approved as well. Big Rab approved as well. Oh, nice. He did not let me put the giant black censored bar where his uh, humongous <laughs> cock would be. <laughs> humongous Irish cock. Well, he was, you know, he's worried about the That's BBC. <laughs> yeah, That's he's why like, they call uh, him Big Rab, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone, he's worried about the BBC. I'm like, they should be worried about the BRC, the Big Rag Pack. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault you have a just giant fucking weapon of a penis like yeah. that. <laughs> you were born that way. You had no choice in it, Rab. Do you know Rab's wife listens to this show? <laughs> <laughs> so she, she's going to call in and be like, uh, it's, it's not that special, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I do like I do like perpetuating that. Uh, I I don't know, man. I he's such a nice guy. He's get he's got to be just have a weapon. He's got to have a yeah. rocket launcher of a dong, <laughs> <laughs> a giant broadsword. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway. We're very excited. Um, if you're going to the Big Rab 100th show, you should, in theory, be able to get your Rabby the Pooh shirt in time. Absolutely. That'll be up. Uh, that'll be up by the time you're listening to this episode. And so wear it and, uh, you know, support Big Rab and his uh, humongous uncut elephant wang. <laughs> <laughs> You want to give Rab credit for something that's not embarrassing and horrible? <laughs> he, he also has a has a podcast that is mostly well liked, <laughs> and he does a hell of an Australian accent. He does do a hell of an Australian accent. Honey Bourbon um, actually sent Rab a message on this week's episode of the Big Rab Show, and Big Rab's Australian accent went ahead and blew ours out of the water. Oh and we've God. been and we've been working on ours for thirty eight episodes. <laughs> 
Dude, he impersonated Honey Bourbon. It was so it was funny. Spot on. It was a spot on <laughs> Honey Bourbon impersonation. He's, he spoke really slow. I've been talking to Honey Bourbon a lot lately because my new phone, my phone, my old phone took a swan dive from my pocket to the floor. Yeah. It decided that the things that I was making at Google search, it just wanted to kill itself. And so I got the new phone, and the new phone will actually let me download dual accounts on certain apps. Okay. So I have a I have two Snapchat apps on my phone now. One is Chanarant. So I can actually check oh. the Chanarant Snapchat now. Interesting. So I I, <laughs> I went I, I like I got the new phone, I logged in, I checked it, I had like fifteen hundred Snapchats from Honey Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then and i responded and i was like oh that's awesome to one of them and he's like holy shit you're actually on this now and i'm like yeah i know right what a what a crazy world we live in that being said please just send us stuff on instagram it's way easier and it's yeah it's way easier. unless it's unless it's a a picture of your your genitals just send it to us on instagram yeah, like if you're gonna send us genitals, do it on Snapchat. Well, if you're gonna send us, otherwise we're going to fuck if you, you. No, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> send us pictures of your genitals, you got to send it to our email, bigrabshow at gmail dot com. <laughs> By the way, we're we are well aware of you people who are sending fake pictures, of fake, fake butthole pictures to rap <laughs> and keep That's doing it. You need to listen when you send pictures. To, if you want free shit, you gotta. You got to hold the current newspaper of the day <laughs> from the <laughs> town you live in. You need in. to send us <laughs> a, a, a notarized letter <laughs> wrapped around a Polaroid of your spread apart butt cheeks <laughs> with with the current day's paper in view backwards <laughs> to biggrabshow at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll forward it to us. And he'll forward it to us. He'll let us know. <laughs> God, it sounds like a ransom letter, not a freaking uh, dick pic. <laughs> Well, this is Chinarant. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're bro- we're, Chinarant. Uh, Our dick pics are ransom letters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So we have some, we have some uh, emails and voicemails. I say we start with the voicemails. You want to? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Let me pull that up then. And then we're going to get right into um, asking Eric what it's like to play with a bunch of Mormons. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> All right, show's over. Absolutely. Yeah, show's, show's done. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it was fun being here. Thanks, guys. <laughs> see, know, see Eric, like, how this thing the... works is when Josh teases something like that, you're not actually supposed to answer the question quite yet. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you get older, when you get older, sometimes it happens before you want it to happen. <laughs> the, I hear I hear that happens to a lot of guys. Oh, man, I've been yeah, there. I've been there. You're getting there, buddy. Oh, man, I've been there. <laughs> They have a sensitizing cream for that, so we'll be all right. <laughs> oh, really? What is it called? <laughs> oh, dude, for me, I mean, if, I, if I'm not, you know, choked out till I'm blue wearing a Batman mask, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <sighs> so other, we're other, voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> other, otherwise, I'm just pushing rope. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do the voicemail, please, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't you know we're local? Oh, God. <laughs> G'day, fellas. Uncle Chop here from Down Under. Fellow convict and loose associate of Mr. Honey Bourbon. Just want to say thank you for your shock and awe campaign. I mean, your podcast every week. It uh, keeps me entertained while I'm driving up and down this lovely brown land that we have down here. Just want to keep it quick, but uh, just want to send you blokes an invitation to come down to the Australian Pipe Band Championships in 2020, Maryborough, Victoria, Australia. Nice little town. I'm sure we can find you a back room somewhere that you can sleep on a pair of single beds or a stretcher on the ground. And, you know, pass a hat around and 
put out an ASCII full of piss for you and keep you entertained for the weekend. Anyway, I better keep it short and sweet. As I said before, love your work, keep it going, and uh, talk to you soon. Toodaloo. Cheers. Well, that, so, so it's Jason. Yeah, yeah. Question. An SD full of piss. What the fuck is what he talking about? What the fuck is an SD full of piss? Why don't we have Aussie brought on the phone right now to t- yeah, explain no, we, need, we need our translator. <laughs> what is he talking um, about? I will say this. <laughs> Australian Championships 2020. I'm there. Fuck we're, it. We're there. Uh, we're I'll book going. it right now. We're going. I'm ready. We got, Somehow we got to figure out how to get there. But we'll, well we use all the proceeds from Rabby the Pooh shirts. <laughs> To, to, to benefit Chain Rant and going to Australia. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? That's going to be a whole... That'll be a whole documentary. It'll be Chain Rant Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> now, was it just me or did that guy sound like... Like... It sounded like Honey Bourbon had some helium and then... Right, but he, he was like what I would consider like the stereotypical Australian accent. Like it was way... It almost was... As like, opposed to what? Honey Bourbon or Aussies? Like Aussies is not the same, and neither is Honey Bourbon isn't either. They all sound the same to me. If it's, I mean, it's, it's all just like Dingo ate your baby, kangaroo. That's what I'm saying. Like this like, guy I know, had yeah, that. Yeah, like I that know. crocodile Dundee kind of thing going on. <laughs> no, I make him send me a transcript after because I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> Half the time we get the words wrong, we don't even know what they're saying. No. Like it's so what was it? It was a something full of piss. SD full of piss. An SD full of piss. I, and I may be saying that wrong, but. <laughs> I don't so know if, you know, is, if you know what that is, um, <laughs> just let us know, channerant at gmail.com. Um, dude, we got, like, the Australian audience is just growing. I know. The yeah. Aussies fucking love us. I, I think this works out perfectly for me because I'm planning on marrying an Australian. Yeah. There you go. I, I think what it is, though, is, like, the rejects of England, which is essentially yeah. the United States and Australia. And, yeah, we get along really well. That we, Of course we bond. Yeah. Like. We're a collection of well, we have we, we immediately have something in common. At one point, we had a, a queen or a king, and we were like, nah, fuck that. I'm done. <laughs> like, fuck you guys. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm over your bullshit. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, I think they're over it now. I mean, somebody, somebody else brought up um, when we did the, the big Grace Note rant, and uh, we did the Never Have I Ever, and one of the Never Have I Evers was Never Have I Ever Been the Subject of a Monarch. Right. Yeah, like, like guess what, guys? Like the rest of the world's doing just fine. <laughs> I, we don't. We I don't, don't have any to, of that, but we sure. don't have to uh, revere an eighty-year-old unemployed lady <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, for no fucking reason. <laughs> we just, we just have, we just have a reality TV show star with toilet paper stuck to his shoe. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so uh, amazing. Oh yeah, we've come a long way since Lincoln. <laughs> it's been it's been a hard hundred years well i'm sure lincoln had toilet paper on his shoes he just had someone tell him about it he said friends <laughs> yeah. just think about this that's a man who had to- he's the leader technically according to us the leader of the free world yeah with 25 secret service agents around him who watched watched him walk out of the bathroom watched him get in the car watched him get out of the car toilet paper on his shoe and said yeah, fuck that, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck that asshole. Yeah. Fuck that asshole. I'm not going to say anything. how much of a dick he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm being paid to keep this guy alive. The embarrassment probably won't kill him. <laughs> or do you think he's that devious he did it on purpose to see what would happen? Just to dominate the news cycle while he like, yeah, exactly. while he he just like cuts Medicare or something. Well, we're, getting, we're getting way <laughs> he off He is of, a master of the uh, manipulation. Well, master of being a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and not the Australian kind of cunt. The uh, British kind of cunt. Yeah, the British kind. The, the, the one where we're, we don't like you. That's why we're calling you a cunt. <laughs> That actually brings up something that's not on the show notes. Can I take a sidebar? Absolutely, bro. It's Um, it's your show, too, 15% of the time. Speaking of the C word, uh, 
did I tell you about how Kenny Heiner, a uh, good friend of the show, is <laughs> running for? <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> was wow. running what? for? What that a was a reach! <laughs> what a fucking segue on that one! Oh, oh. All right, so Kenny Heiner, big big friend of the show, um, is um, running for long time sh- listener, never time caller, n- won't call. Yeah, so we're probably outing him right now, but. Yeah. He's running for the chairman position of the southern branch of the USPA. So the fuck is that, that so is that and he's running against a certain person. So it's different. So it's different branches like we have like we have the desert branch. It's here. like that. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's so like that's the, what the southern. It's like the Kevin Mc, uh, conquest position of except not as pretty. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Kenny's a handsome man. I know, but Kevin conquest. I mean, well, he's yeah, a handsome you're, fella. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Nobody can compare with that. But so anyway, Chanarant officially is going to come out today. Backing are, we, Kenny. are we endorsing a candidate? We're endorsing a candidate for a Southern Branch president. We are endorsing. Chairman, I mean, we're endorsing Kenny Kenny Heiner <laughs> for use of a Southern Branch president. Listen, he is there I actually vote, is there a vote? How does this process work? We can't vote, but if you're a member of the use of a, <laughs> I don't can. think anybody would like my, my vote will get torn up no matter what organization <laughs> I send it. Well, to. especially since a certain uh, person who shall not be named isn't is currently the chairman. And so is he uh, running against an incumbent? He is. And who is the incumbent? Our old friend. Oh, our friend Voldemort. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so we would like to officially support Kenny. And uh, oh, I do love Kenny. I like. I love Voldemort too. And to be fair, Kenny actually has slogans and shit. So you know, if you start posting slogans, I'm I'm in. I mean, well, I'm, does I'm he have slogans? He does. I don't know what they are, but there's like stuff on the. Is internet. it like Kenny <laughs> Kenny Heiner for um, use of a use of a Southern Branch president? Let's actually do something this time. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, that's catchy. Kenny Heiner, um, slightly more useful than a shit flavored lollipop. Kenny Heiner for chairman. I'm not a. <laughs> oh, and there goes my email <coughs> yep. boom yeah. <laughs> we're fucked like for another it. six uh, months there's us fucked for another 30 episodes <laughs> good uh, luck good luck getting that g1 sponsorship now <laughs> that's us fucked for another year <laughs> <laughs> so anyway kenny good luck buddy yeah we man hope you uh, win actually i hope you don't because really i don't think you want that responsibility it's a f- no it's a shit job yeah, yeah but you know, uh, if you want it, oh, but I will say this: um, Kenny's a good guy, and uh, he he gets it. He understands how the pipe band world works, and and he's highly dedicated. He plays every instrument in a pipe band. He's a piper, yeah. tenor drummer, snare drummer, bass drummer, everything. Well, it's because he has a micro penis. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got to get the <laughs> so, lady somehow. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's got. He's, he's got, not like Big Rap. He's, he's got to get him. He's got to get him with his talent. <laughs> we call him Little Kenny, <laughs> and it's not ironic. <laughs> wow. Well, and it looks it looks incredibly funny because he's got these humongous balls. They're like they're like softball size. Yeah. But little little light switch knob. So. So like a thimble on a tomato. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> a thimble on a tomato. <laughs> Kenny Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that's his new campaign. Chairman. That's his new thimble campaign slogan. <laughs> Kenny Hyder, a thimble on a tomato. <laughs> and we just lost in the election. <laughs> Giant balls, no head. Uh, you know, you know, if we really wanted him to win, we should come out against him. <laughs> Actually, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, good luck to you, bro. Um, yeah, Kenny's a good guy. Uh, he gives a shit about what we're doing. Not what we're doing, but what like the piping what scene is, pipe doing. Band yeah. is doing. Yeah, yeah, and he he tolerates us for the most part. <laughs> And he plays in a service band, so he needs some sort of yeah. uh, positive reinforcement. And yeah, stuff. that's hard. Well, I mean, being being involved in an association is kind of like being in a service band. By service band, I mean Wake and District. 
you have a you have a, <laughs> you have a bunch of people you have a bunch of people around you that think they're better than they are right yeah well actually that's a great segue <laughs> into an email yeah, let's do an email segue. <laughs> Dude, this is this is uh, episode 38 is getting hot <laughs> we're all over it's the four loco kicking in uh so it's the uh which 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 email do you want to do it's the sue email is the one about sue. That. okay I, and I'll, I'll happily read this. so um sue we'll just give her first name i thought this was very insightful what she said the like first it, it one blew my mind. i was the really one, i was yeah. really glad so we she sent us an email and then um we responded and she said she was okay with us reading it on air because i thought this this gives like this whole other depth and dimension to this conversation super always, interesting yeah <laughs> so she says howdy guys Part of the reason why players and service bands have the courage to run into burning buildings or face down bad guys but not play for a judge or instructor could be the nature of each endeavor. Public protection takes courage, but it doesn't take a lot of introspection, and it doesn't require somebody to put themselves out there emotionally or individually, at least not at the moment of performance. On the contrary, somebody in turnouts or behind a badge isn't an individual really, but is a member of a team of alphas responding to a crisis. Music, no matter how well or poorly played, is a very personal thing. And cop-slash-firefighter culture doesn't encourage that mindset. And, given the intensity of their day job, they perhaps can't generate the intensity needed to perform well as a group in a pipe band. This is what they do to blow off steam. It's unfortunate that they choose... <laughs> it's unfortunate... <laughs> where it goes. Yeah, that's good. It's unfortunate <laughs> that they choose bagpipes to victimize. <laughs> Strong language. Wow. And it's also unfortunate that they don't have the self-awareness to understand that they shouldn't be stinking it up in public and should leave public performance to people who can get intense about musicianship. But again, introspection isn't their strong suit. So that's that is that's deep. We never shit, thought dude. anything. That's wow. really, but that, that makes so much sense. But yeah. it's it's so funny because the Chain of Rant podcast is always alternating between completely shallow and incredibly deep, <laughs> and never anywhere in between. Well, shallow is Kenny, and deep is Big Reb. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We alternate between Thimble on a Tomato and er- Eric's Horsecock. Yes. <laughs> oh, but I, that was fascinating. Eric, do you have any thoughts on that? Does that make sense to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, you I deal guess. deal with a lot of that. We, you know, we're, we're pretty lucky because here in Utah, we don't have a ton of service bands. So it's I think we have maybe one or two Emerald Society bands. And uh, we're, they're actually pretty good about getting players from our organization to go and help them... Um, train them and, and teach them so it's not like you're getting just people out there messing up so it's uh it's not bad at all they, they do really good but not not as terrible as some of the ones we've seen on youtube but <laughs> well i mean you know nothing's as bad as that yeah but. no yellow flashes <laughs> i think didn't we have a bet recently on um you're gonna we're gonna compete in yellow flashes next season with just a pipe core Oh, God, you should. And just wear, like, your sporins and no kilt. But it didn't work because we didn't win anything. Remember, the, the bet was if we won any of the Rab Show Awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. We would oh. wear yellow flashes. Well, I mean. And I did not win Best Beard. That's the only thing we were even <clears> I'm actually, I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they finally re- released the results for the big Rab Show Awards because I have the results for the Chain Rant Podcast Awards. Do you? Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear them. So, Best Drum Section, Chain Rant Podcast. <laughs> That the stealth stealth ones? Best Pipe Core, Channerant Podcast. Best Social Media, Channerant Podcast. You mean Rab didn't win Best Social Media? And, and Best <laughs> Beard, the same guy that won the Rab Show Awards. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> Brian May. Wow. That son of a bitch. 
Sorry, <laughs> just do better and suck less. I, I don't want you to tell you. I'm telling you, I'm growing my beard out even bigger next year. I have to win this thing. Just yeah, you once. have to. Because <clears throat> I don't care if I don't need I don't need women in my life. I'm just gonna grow a gigantic beard and win this friggin' thing. Yeah, you can look like Osama bin Laden. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so going, you're going full Osama. So it's ironic that we won every award in our own award show. Is that is well? That, the people voted. Hey, you know what are you gonna do? People vote by the people. <laughs> by the people, I mean um, our moms. You too. <laughs> uh, I opened. I opened the voting to uh, Sue and Tori, and they said that we win everything. We win everything. <laughs> Isn't that the best thing about when you have your own award show that you, you can just make yourself the winner? Exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting to the bottom of that four loco. This is bad. Yes. Hibbity Okay, so <laughs> we have another email. But oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Sue. Um, yeah, no, that's that's an interesting way to look at it. And um, I think that these are these are the kind of conversations that it's good for people to have internally. And like you know, as much as we like to poke fun and shit on people, <clears throat> I love the easy jokes that I get from service bands. But I would love to not be able to make those jokes because like they just achieve a basic level of competence or quit or quit. Either one, I'm fine. I don't care either way. I just want. <laughs> I'm just. I just don't want to see you on TV in the morning sounding like shit. Yeah. Fucking it up for the rest of us. That's all I want. <laughs> or doing high-profile gigs, right? Doing super high-profile gigs and sounding like shit. <laughs> um, so we have another email, and this one I think Andy will read for us from uh, Jeremy. All right. So Jeremy says, from in response to our last episode, is this uh, is this this is Big Jeremy? JT, big big, big JT, big Jeremy. Yeah. <clears throat> Andy, you hit the nail on the head. Motivation is an individual choice. Motivation comes from within the individual, as does morale. You can't make people be motivated. The only exception is rushing a machine gun emplacement. One motivated Marine to start the assault will inspire the others to follow cause. They don't want to be called a pussy. Marines have no choice in motivation, right? Nah, no, <laughs> no. So, you know, I think that's interesting. From a Marine himself, yeah. uh, he probably knows more about inspiration and motivation, or at least theory of it anyway not just a marine though also a uh, firefighter also a transplant transplant player an out-of-town player out-of-town player us. for the band that shall not be named no i think that's interesting um well i mean you know you know i love jt the man is uh wise well beyond all of our years uh yeah. he he gets it he he gets the idea that you gotta want to do it and just show up and do your fucking job yeah you gotta be self motivated, or it's not gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> no one, no one can, no one can do it for you. Yeah, which uh, you know, what I think, I think that speaks to some of the discussion we had in last week's episode, which turned out to be strangely um, real. Instead of really meta, instead of being like the usual dick joke parade, <laughs> <laughs> or or in the case of this episode, the white trash buffet. Yes. Okay, so we have one more, and this is actually from Zach. And he didn't say whether or not to read it, but he didn't say not to, so I'm going to read it. And Zach actually sent us the tune we played at the beginning, the Where's the Butter? <laughs> yeah, should explain that, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, it's in his email. Oh, so, okay. Okay. so Zach says, hey guys, I've been catching up on your podcast, and I have to say I absolutely love it. I just listened to the episode where you mentioned writing a bunch of tunes with ridiculous names, specifically so the announcer will have to read something ridiculous when he announces your band at contests. My band has done this. In fact, a very good friend of mine wrote a tune called Where's the Butter, specifically so when the pipe major calls the tune off, he will say, Where's the butter? 
by the rolls, <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic. That, that, that's a, such a nerdy joke, yeah, but that, that it's hits my funny. that hits my five year old sense of humor. <laughs> In addition to this, we also write weird slash random band bios for the announcers at parades and Scottish festivals. It was really fun listening to Jeff Mann, then president of Wispaba, read one for us at the Salt Lake Scottish Festival. Here are a few examples of bios we have sent out. Bio one. Oh, sorry, I have, to, I have to zoom in because it's small type. This rugged band of misfits. Oh, should we do? We should do this in a voice, right? Sure, why not? Do it. Does anybody a... know what Jeff Mann's voice is? He he doesn't have an accent, or should we do it like no, the world? No, no, I know I know Jeff Mann. He doesn't have an accent. Okay, well, so we, should we do it like the I... world's announcement voice, or just like no? Just Jeff do some has randoms? Jeff is well, Jeff's gay, right? Do a gay voice. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. there goes my email. <laughs> wow. This rugged band of misfits has been delighting grizzly bears, arctic narwhals, fancy foxes, and other natural beasts since the last decades of the Jurassic period. Remaining aloof from the competition scene until just a few short years ago, they've come to the competition field now ready to lay out the beautiful melodies, harmonies, and sweet beats of the ages for your listening pleasure. (laughs) That was just like Jeff Just Man. like it, That's was it? Not anywhere close to Jeff Man. <laughs> and I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> oh, that's great. Jeff I'm just Man kidding. Everybody. All right, do the second one in the voice from the guy that does the BBC, uh, or the announcements <sighs> at the world. I, I, I might need a sample. Can you get, Can we pull oh, up a sample? For fuck's sake. Uh, I can. If we, we'll cut this part, but yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah. the bell. Drink, you bitch. son of a bitch. Drink, bitch. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Uh, it's gonna, I'm going to butcher this. So I'll do my best. Originally, oh, Scottish guy. Okay. Yep. Oh Jesus! I scream at the end of that one. Well, it's because they just won <laughs> yeah. the fucking worlds, dude. All right. Originally. There you go. All right. Go for it. <laughs> Originally, an electro jazz fusion band, the Garden Valley Pipe Band's members picked up the bagpipes, sticks, and mallets they're playing here today. When a rival EDM DJ stole their saxophones, melodicas, and jaw harps. Get ready. Up. Higher. Get ready. Get ready to have your mind blown, folks. This will be like nothing you ever heard before. Perfect. That like was that. Is that good? Yeah, 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 is that better? Good. Okay. Okay, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. All right, what's so, the third one? So third one we were gonna do Cahill. Oh yeah. Yeah, do this Cahill. Cahill's so hard to do. I gotta get my I gotta get Cahill in my head. Put a dick in your mouth. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> it makes it easy. Makes it way easier. <laughs> okay, hold on. Wow. Let me get let me get into character. Okay. I just gotta think. Okay, gay. 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 Okay. Service band. Service band. Disgraceful musical performance. Disgraceful <laughs> musical. Disgraceful. Just, just play me, play me the John McCain Piper, and it'll get me in the, it'll get me in the zone. Oh my god! That'll get me in the zone to be Cahill. I have to hate myself. Hold on, I got it. Um, and then I have to, I have to click and tap and look up a bunch of porn while I'm on a podcast. Cahill, Cahill has a small penis. <laughs> nice. I, this is Cahill's tune. Cahill, Cahill, <laughs> Cahill. <laughs> it's so hard to do. Hold on, I'm gonna play this behind you because this will be great. Like he he's the only one that's gonna know why this is fucking funny. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Are you ready to do Cahill? I am not I'm not gonna do a very good job, but I'm just, gonna, okay. I'm just gonna go for it. A collection of bagpipers and drummers <laughs> now entering the field have been dubbed the Garden Valley Pipe Band, which is a convenient acronym considering the first letters of all their middle names. 
The individuals making up the band have never even met until this morning when they all awoke in the nearby desert. None of them are sure how they got here, nor where they came from, but all have come here today, compelled by the universe to achieve something great. That's like that's, that's not, the whole thing. That's funny, yeah. That's that not as funny as the other one. Yeah. No, I think that was pretty good. I think in, when we listen back, that'll be funny. Okay. It's all inside. It's very meta. As uh, is it? Uh, we're getting we're getting too meta. We're getting <laughs> like too meta on the show. Anything about Kale? Fort Loco makes us meta. <laughs> Okay. All right, and uh, the fourth one should be um, I don't know. We said we said honey bourbon, but we could do I I can't do as good a honey bourbon as Rap Cam. Why don't you do Why don't you do your best Aussie broad? Aussie Osbron? I, I, can I do a girl's? Uh, I can't even do an Australian accent. You want me to do a girl's, girls Australian and accent? Australian. <laughs> <laughs> good day, lads. <laughs> Good day, lads. Good day, lads. <laughs> that's what her voice sounds like. It's not at all. Yeah, you sound like Monty Python. <laughs> Great. Did she just be pissed off because that's the voice I was using? All right. This is exactly what Ozzy Osbrod sounds like, I promise. Good day, lads. The Garden Valley Pipe Band was established in 2015 <laughs> when John Henry said to his friends, we've got bagpipe bands that sound good, but what they need is a better band that looks good. Like, super stoked, smoking hot, crazy good looking, you plonkers. <laughs> I think it's clear to all of us here today that the Garden Valley Pipe Band is easily the most beautiful pipe band anyone has ever gazed upon. Prepare to feast your ears and eyes upon the Garden Valley Pipe Band. Kangaroo, <laughs> dungaree. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's going to fucking... Oh, dude, you're fucking I can't wait. I can't wait for Cahill's Corner next week with Ozzy Osbourne. Going <laughs> <laughs> to get crucified. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Dude. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's more fun to do it bad. Yeah, absolutely. Story of, the like, chain, story of the Chain Rant podcast. Right. Sometimes it's more fun to do a bad job. <laughs> well, funny story, the Garden Valley Pipe Band, they were going to originally call themselves the Bob Ross Memorial Pipe Band. Ooh. But uh, they couldn't get the rights from Bob Ross's family to have a big Afro guy on the side of their banner and have little uh, painted pictures or whatever on the side of it. So they ended up going with Garden Valley instead. Is this a true story? Are you True okay. story. They, no, they tried to get it. They wanted to be the Bob Ross Memorial. They wanted, <laughs> But the, the family of Bob Ross wouldn't give them the rights to his image or his name. Dude, my friend Robbie Ross would have let him do it for sure. I mean, he was a black guy. But he had an afro. and <laughs> That would have been amazing. So, and wait a minute. Wait, like why Ross. would they want to do this? To be funny. Really? So I, know, I know Zach personally. He used to be in my band, and then he went and started Garden Valley. And uh, I like this yeah. guy. He's like out there. He's he very is amazing. He's amazing. And he's always looking for that funny little quip thing just to kind of set things off kilter. That's and, uh, phenomenal. Yeah. So I like, like this. Yeah. He, he likes to submit, like, he'll do, like, a normal MSR or a normal um, medley selection, and he'll rename all the tunes. So, like, he renamed, like, the Battle of Waterloo to Napoleon Crossing the Rockies. So stuff like that. <laughs> he just he changes all the tune names around, and, and oh, it's hilarious. Oh, I, I, I can respect this... Uh, F you to uh, tradition. <laughs> oh, he loves it. Oh, oh yeah. God, that's funny. I did not realize. That's awesome. <clears throat> yes, he does that at almost every game. So. <laughs> I mean, we had a great jig um, one year that was called Andy's Got HPV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't this even is, know what to say about that. I'm not going <laughs> to... <laughs> So we'll see you in Salt Lake, Eric, and that's the end of the show. <laughs> there you, go, <laughs> yeah, you got me. You what's, got me there. What sound does a drum kit make when you push it off a cliff? <laughs> <laughs>
I think I think Garden Valley's come to Vegas a couple of times. They might even be there this next year. I think so. I've seen them now. They're the I ones. They're realize. the ones with the yellow flashes, right? <laughs> no, no, they've actually got a really nice kilt. But I think they've got like purple. I think they have purple hose and kind of a greenish purple kilt. I think Dude, I've seen them. gray vests. I'm pretty sure I've seen them. They speaking look of good. speaking of uniforms and kilts and vests, I'm really excited not to have to play the concert this year. What do you mean? Because the chance of my vest getting here on time is absolutely zero. Are you serious? Ah, they told me it's going to be here soon. It was on back order. How did they not have your size in? Size? The, so, so I sent them my stuff, and they're like, hey, like, hey, like it's on back order, but we're going to get this to you as soon as we can. I was like, okay, well, here's the thing. I absolutely need this by this date. So if you want, I can update the shipping options. Like, I'll pay more for the shipping, whatever, to get it here quicker. And they told me, like, no, the standard shipping should be fine. You'll have it by the date you need it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And I was like, as soon as you tell me not to worry about it, I'm now incredibly worried about it. Is that the (laughs) uh, famous last words? Yeah. Do you guys just wear, like, regular blue vests, or do you wear black vests? So we have black now. We actually are in the process of switching to navy. So the idea was uh, we would all be switched to navy. And I did see that photo you posted from that wedding. It does. It looks good. It looks nice. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty okay with this. Yeah. We, the intent was to have it done by November. Well, the concert's November 10th. Everybody would be fully switched to the new uniform pieces by then. So. And we warned people for months. <laughs> that if you don't have it, then you will not you, play. You will not play. <laughs> As nice. a motivation to get them to get it done, because otherwise people will wait till the last second. Which is obviously what Josh did. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't the last second. I did it with plenty of time. The best part was like, I think it was a week or two ago. When I texted you? No, it wasn't you. It was was actually a funny story about Angel. (laughs) First time he came to practice in like six weeks or something because he was was in Europe Europe, Europe for a while. And uh, he shows up. He's like, so I need to talk to you guys about this vest thing. Like, (laughs) And this was like a week ago. Like, Angel, you haven't even... You're, you're just thinking about it now? Like, this is the first oh you're thinking God. about it? I'm like, oh, you're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, what oh do you mean? God, ta- what is there seriously? to talk about? It? Order the oh, fucking thing now. So Call them right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, get a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with Eric. Oh, this this episode of the Chanterrand podcast brought to you by the Chanterrand store. Buy all your great Chanterrand gear and T-shirts and even tape tops for the ladies. It's a hot one out there, this world pipe band competition, so don't forget to head to chanterrand.com and buy yours today. <laughs> and we're back, and it's great to be back on the Chan Rant Podcast with our good friend Eric. So we're going to get to today's topic of the week. Hot topic. Which is what? Today's topic is, um, would you rather let someone borrow your pipes or borrow your fleshlight? Uh, this have is, to be. This is a classic yeah. issue in the pipe band. World. And so, for those of you, the, for those of you that are at home and aren't quite as sure what we're talking about, a bagpipe is a collection of wooden tubes and reeds <laughs> that produces musical sound. Unless, a flashlight is a rubber vagina. <laughs> <laughs> or it can't have a butthole mount or a mouth aperture. And Eric knows that for reasons that will come up later. Yeah, we'll, we'll explain that. He'll, he'll explain the vampire that mouth one is amazing. That's <laughs> yeah. all I gotta say. It's got fangs. So, and um, so Fusco, um, would you rather would you rather let someone borrow your Atherton's, your nice, expensive bagpipes, or your fleshlight, which you ejaculate into? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the best last episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> This is the hard-hitting news that people want to know. <laughs> this is what people in the pipe band were... Hey, 
Big Rab ain't gonna take this story on, no. guys. This no. isn't gonna be part this of this. This is what Big people wanna show. know. Pipes Drum Magazine is not doing this They're article. They're not gonna write this article. <laughs> no, only the pay. Only if you pay the pipes in your yeah, Only if you pay for then the subscription. You're right, actually, Eric, you're right. If you pay them, they would do it. But If you pay, yeah, because it, they'll make a fleshlight that looks like the end of a bass drum. <laughs> I would and have then to you s- can hump it. <laughs> <laughs> you Speaking of one. humping, um, <laughs> I think you, I would rather let someone borrow my fleshlight. Than your bagpipes? I think so. Because at least it's going to come back oiled up. Where but generally, dishwasher safe. Generally speaking, so. when somebody yeah, plays put my it in pipes... The dish, you can put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, totally. Just Can put you? The dishwasher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, but I wouldn't. I, I mean, I want it to come back lubed up. You know what I mean? Like, it makes <sighs> it easier to use. Well, it's just going to come no. back crusty. It's going to be really... No. Uh, not on the inside. If no air gets to it, it's not going to get crusty. It's going to stay... That's what you think. They think it just hermetically seals your, your spunk? <laughs> I think it... Well, no. I, I think <laughs> it's, it's like easy fucking, carrying and travel. At the end, yeah. like that, that, like, the orifice, if you will, I guess... <laughs> Like it's, it's gonna, I suppose. I suppose for the sake of this episode, <laughs> we will. Gonna, it's gonna tighten up. So, like, I mean, you gotta push into it. That otherwise, it would be no fun. It's just gonna be a hole. It's gonna be like you know a hole. Right? It's like pitching a toothpick into a volcano. <laughs> so it's gotta tighten up, right? I mean, I've never actually used one, so I can't say. But I'd like to. I haven't. I haven't either. Um, but you. But you said you'd like to. So we all know what's on your Christmas wish list. Yes. Oh yes. Speaking That's of what that. you should, one of the six should chip in and buy you. <laughs> the six. The six are gonna buy. The six are gonna buy Andy a flashlight. <laughs> You get, we gotta we'll do get a, you uh, one with vampire teeth. <laughs> we gotta do a uh, what do you call those? Um, <laughs> crowdfunding or whatever. GoFundMe. Yeah, go we we'll do a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, we need to raise forty five dollars for Andy to get a flashlight. <laughs> this would be the funniest thing. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're sick, but uh, it'll be just in time for Dirtbag Olympics Part 3. That's true. And we have gotten some yeah, good stories on and, for DBO. And as a special extra bonus for you Patreon members, <laughs> yeah. I will use yeah, he'll it send live. You, he'll send you, <laughs> he'll send you a video. You using it. <laughs> he'll, he'll send you a video of him fucking a rubber stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> With his thin, bent wang. I'm sorry. Do we have any female listeners out there? <laughs> not, anymore. Like, not anymore. Not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh. Eric, how have you inspired us to do the worst show we've ever done? The most vile, like offensive... Very- <laughs> That's what you guys got me on here for, right? Yeah. Was to help out to kickstart the. Uh... So while we're on the subject, Eric wanted to explain to us what is soaking. Yeah. Okay. Oh so yeah, yeah. So why? It's, how it's, did this come this up? is this is how we this is how we lose what limited Mormon audience we have. By the way, <laughs> right. so I apologize. So, I apologize in the v- advance to the Mormons. Please don't murder me. I will. I do want to come to the Salt Lake games. <laughs> So those these crazy Mormon kids, instead of having actual sex, because that's you know against uh, it's very sinful. Well, you won't so get do, your own planet when you die if you right have exactly. Sex. Yeah. So you wanna you wanna go down the route. You still want to be intimate with your significant other. So you'll do something called soaking or marinating, and that's where you. Oh, will, this this has just ruined barbecue for me forever. You will. Well, this is where you will insert the penis, but you will not move, and you will sit quietly for forty five minutes inside one another, and not. Ejaculate. And not, yes, and not move. So that's that, not considered sex. 
It's no, I, I guess not. I mean, most of the time they just that means that means there are at least three or four girls I've been accused of having sex with that I didn't actually because I just fell asleep. <laughs> I, th- I think that the the that they're worried about God is kind of like a T Rex. They only see you having sex when you're moving. When you're moving, you're moving. <laughs> yeah. Then they can't. Then they can't, you're not really having sex. <laughs> God is like a T Rex. You can only see you having sex when you're moving. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I just got that. It took me like ten oh, seconds to figure out what he was talking shit. about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. So you they won't know. They're quietly like they're being hunted by uh, someone from the Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the whole thing of like like oh you know like you know God is omnipotent and all powerful and can see us at all times, but not if you put it in my butt. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Not if you, not if you marinate. You won't know about that. <laughs> as long as you don't move too quickly. And they call no. it soaking. That is fucking disgusting. Soaking or marinating. Soaking oh. or marinating. This can't be real. I, I need. It's I need it's our real. Mormon this listeners to write yeah. in. And we, need, we need. We need our Mormon listeners to write in because I know we have a couple, which baffles me. By the way, yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it. But it's. I know. have friends. I have people that I know that are like they'll never real, it. real straight line like full on proper mormons mm-hmm. that listen to the show and i'm like why why would I you don't do that understand you why not <laughs> hey i'm Everybody's okay with gotta it have a it's, <laughs> it's like the old mormon joke about the the fishing boat the fishing? thing or whatever the fuck it well, is. yeah yeah yeah. i mean uh, they're not telling each other that they're listening <laughs> hey I, I hey i'm always happy i'm i'm the same all the time i don't change how i act depending on who i'm with but uh, yeah, I'm I'm I would love to hear from one of our Mormon listeners about that, whether that's legit or not. It's legit. I would not uh, tell you lies on that. Yeah, I try I do try to trust Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he lives amongst them, so he. But must the joke know. the joke you were referring to was, and I feel like we're just like shit on Mormons right now, which <laughs> is going to come back and bite us in the ass for sure. But uh, the joke you were referring to was, uh, you can never take a Mormon fishing; you have to take two. Right, so Why? that way they're both drinking because, beers. Because if you if you take one, they'll drink all your beer. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> I wonder yep, if Claire true. has fallen off his uh, treadmill yet during this. Laughing, episode. dude. I forget. <laughs> I forget. You know, I can't. I can't think about the fact that my good friend Claire listens to this show on the treadmill and occasionally falls, falls down because he's laughing so hard. Like, because then I couldn't do what I. I couldn't do my job. Right. <laughs> Does he at least do it in his house? Because I love, it, yeah, no, yeah. it's in his house. Because yeah. I, because I love Claire, and I want that man to live to be a hundred years old. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> so, so Eric, would, what kind of pipes do you play? Uh, I just play uh, McCallum's, just because I'm a cheap bastard and like, I need something that from what year? You know, like 2008. Pre- so was that was that one? When did they start to get good? Like we, you and I have had this conversation because I have O fours. Yeah, yours are shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really like. They sound mine. beautiful <laughs> in my hands. Well, yeah, they, there's no, that. they they sound pretty good. I mean, you know, to me, I've always thought McCallum's are kind of like the workman's pipes. That's oh, what are. I they always say. Are, it's yeah. a working man's bagpipe. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, I'm saving to make them work. But and you have to keep no. in mind when I you have to keep in mind when I bought my O4s, the O8s didn't exist. That's that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. really I really had to just work with what I had. <laughs> you know, you honestly can't beat their customer service either. Like I've oh, had a, I had a glow phenomenal. stick crack, and they sent me a brand new glow stick uh, stock, and I got a whole box full of t-shirts and golf towels and hats. And I mean, they took really good care of me, and I I recommend all my students get them because why not have those versus a set of let's say plastic Dunbar or something else? Because at least you have real wood pipes. 
And you can always save up to get, you know, those Cadillac Hendersons or Athertons or whatever. Yeah. My thing has uh, my thing has always been um if you if you you could you could put a two hundred dollar guitar in Eddie Van Halen's hands and he'll fucking oh, yeah. shred. Oh, he'll destroy it. Yeah. So there, for me, I think there's a point when it comes to musicianship where you you can you can outgrow your tools. You can get so good that you need a higher quality instrument. Sure. But a lot of people aren't there. Well, I mean, and you look at it too, like when I mean, you got ca- when you got your Athertons, which mm-hmm. are you know super homemade uh, or, or made here, like custom, perfect quality, like right. great instrument. I was I totally understood that it was a big expense, and but that's because you were doing this full time. Like this was your investment. Sure, sure. yeah, it was your investment in your job. But I mean, have you heard the saying "Good tools makes good work" or whatever? I mean, but do I don't, you... I don't, I don't think good tools make good work necessarily. I think that at a, up to a point, you 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 work your way up to the point where you deserve better tools. Okay, yeah, sure. That that's that's my <laughs> mentality on the bagpipes, but. Finishing what Fusco was trying to ask you, so you have an 08 right. set of McCallums. Would you rather right. yeah, let? Really would you rather <laughs> borrow? Would you rather let someone borrow those or let them borrow your vampire tooth flashlight? Ah, uh, the flashlight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> might as well do the flashlight now. We I wouldn't have, take care you know, of it if we had bet beforehand. I would not have bet that because for 08 <laughs> McCallums, I would definitely let them take the McCallums. <laughs> take, take the McCallums. <laughs> But see, you you could buy the different flashlights with different apertures. Well, it depends so whose flashlight is it. Are we talking like this is Eric's flashlight? No, my I mean, personal. Who is it modeled after though? Is it a Christy Mac flashlight? Is it a you know? I mean, who are we talking about? I, uh, I think you can get porn star ones, can't you? That's what I'm saying. Christy Mac. Has yeah, got yeah. One. Uh, I mean, fuck. Uh, this is a this is a Voldemort flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using the McCallums then. I don't want to do that one. <laughs> I don't want to have his mouth on the end of that. Could one. you please bleep that? I know, I, I know you always say it. I know you always say it, but could you please actually do it this time? Can you write down the time signature or the time for this? Because otherwise, write down one yeah, hour, 30. What is it? Six eight. One hour twenty one thirty. <laughs> write that shit down, because don't fuck me on this. Like I need you to actually bleep that shit out. The Voldemort flash flashlight. I like that. <laughs> and that too. <laughs> just just a bleep. Don't take out the conversation. Just a bleep. Leave it open just to bleep. their imagination. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> the loco. Oh my God. So is this really what we came here to talk about today? Yeah. Was fucking Was flashlights? Just flashlights? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> Nobody's asked me, by the way. Josh, would you rather would you rather? Okay. Or playing a game of would you rather? Uh <laughs> let someone borrow your O four McCallums or your personal fleshlight, your personal masturbatory device. I mean, I consider my 04 McCallums also to be a masturbatory device, but only when I play Pumpkin's Fancy. I was going to say, <laughs> or do you have like a zippered bag with a... With so, uh, no, I, I would let them borrow the fleshlight, and I just hope that they don't uh, comment on how black it is. <laughs> Uh, Nobody? Uh, got you off guard? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm, I'm churning out hits here. Come on. We're that doing was, comedy. That was, 
Yeah, that was amazing. That was, <laughs> um, they come in all kinds of colors. You can even get an alien green color. So if that's what you want to go with. Eric knows a surprising amount about fleshlights, I'm, by the way. Yeah. Can we comment on that? I know what it is. Uh, I've, I've looked at like I know the core concept of what a fleshlight is. He knows styles. He's recommended the, the vampire teeth one so several he, times. Here's, here's the problem. Eric, got the internet. what is it about flat? Which which flashlight molested you early on in your life that made you no, want to no, fuck nothing. flashlights for the rest yeah, of your life? It, it, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't attacked by anyone. <laughs> you were you were assaulted by a flashlight when you were when you were a young lad. Just for the record, I'm googling fleshlight yeah, right exactly. now because I've actually never really seen one. I'm trying to. I well, mean, do you I, know? I knew, okay, I know so Fusco, like. do you know? Do you know what a mag light is? Yes. Do you know what a rubber pussy is? Yes. So imagine <laughs> those two, two things together. together. Those and that's a, <laughs> pretty at a, much too great taste. It went look, together, right? Looking at the picture of it, that is exactly what it is. How is this the topic of this episode? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> like, this is... It's oh my the God. four loco talking. And I just opened the beer. I haven't even started on the beer yet. <laughs> I just got to say this right now. I'm Googling it right now. They have a stamina training unit version that of a fleshlight. That looks terrifying. That's a great name for Wait, a turn new your computer. Pipe. Turn your computer so I can see. <laughs> Look at this. The stamina Why is that one like unit? a donut? Is that supposed to be a butthole? This is the stamina training version, so I don't know what that means. That just looks like a butthole. That's what I figured. It was kind of butthole-ish. Uh, you think they're easy or not easy to Practice tune. makes perfect. <laughs> especially wait, wait. Read, read, the, read the description. <laughs> this is the stamina training unit. How pure. much is this? This is $70. Jesus Christ. Practice makes perfect, especially in the bedroom. The stamina <laughs> training unit was specifically designed to replicate the intense sensations of intercourse, which can help users increase sexual stamina, improve performance and techniques, and heighten and intensify orgasms. <laughs> this thing you could probably use it. Look at, look at the inside. Wait, of this here's my thing. question. Here's my question. Can you marinate in it? Yeah, I was just going to say, oh, absolutely. totally good. Look at this thing. Absolutely. You can. <laughs> and then you're not sitting against God. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck the fleshlight. I just want to put my dick in there and just sit for 45 minutes quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the inside of this thing. I'll dude. take it. I'll take it a good episode of the big rab show or the daily while I wait. <laughs> Dude, listen to this. Oh, my God. This is hysterical. <laughs> this is the worst episode we've ever listen, done. Listen to this. Oh, I'm so glad I'm on this one. Are you training for a marathon that will keep you up and running for hours This is time? in your search history forever, by the way. Uh, I don't care. Uh, the FBI <laughs> is watching you look up sex training. I think it's I against the law to look up fleshlights. Or maybe you're looking to push yourself and power through the stiff competition <laughs> with unbridled strength. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, the stamina training unit by Fleshlight is the perfect accessory. Can we just have this be? Can we just have this be a segment on every episode of Channeran from here on out, where <laughs> Dude, we just listen to this? It, we'll, we'll call. We'll have a. We'll have a whole new segment called Google a sex toy, and we'll just make it. <laughs> we'll make a jingle. They're like Google a sex toy. It'll be fun. <laughs> Dude, listen to the marketing on this. You as a marketing per- person will appreciate this. <laughs> just like your college track coach. Our device will train you long <laughs> just like and your, hard. Just like your college track coach, our device will molest you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll train you long and hard for any race you want to compete in. The stamina training unit amazingly replicates the sensations of sexual relations and forces you to be better in bed. Something you have you may have fantasized about the hot track coach teaching you as well. Like, what are they doing here? What is going on? Can we? Like, oh my god! There's so many jokes here. I don't even know where to start. It's so, amazing, right? Um, 
And you guys were poo-pooing me about this shit. Like how? Like how do you? Okay, so how do I even? How do I even start? How does like, this relate to bagpipes? Uh, well, <laughs> bagpipes takes stamina. a lot of training and stamina. Stamina. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is going to be some editing job. And it's a similar. Do. It's a similar shape to. It's like a real fat, fleshy chanter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you blow bagpipes, I get... I don't know, fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to... Well, <laughs> this this device, much like pursuing a life of being a bagpiper, will fuck you in the end. Exactly. <laughs> this episode of Channerant brought to you brought by, to you by, by Fleshlights. <laughs> we might be able to get them as a sponsor. Oh, you probably could. Yeah, we could probably get them you as a sponsor. You probably could. They could come in plaid. Yeah, we can get, we can get band colors. <laughs> Speaking blue vests. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of weird sexual fetishes, Eric, tell us about your clown costume. Okay, so <laughs> those of you who may or may <laughs> well, not that's know, a right turn. <laughs> that's that's a perfect segue, right? Right from the uh, uh, fleshlight to clowns. I think you can get a clown fleshlight. No, um. So I, for years, probably the last eight or nine years, me and my family have worked in haunted houses, haunted corn mazes, whatever. And uh, I don't know. I just get a really sick joy out of scaring the crap out of people wearing a clown costume it's kind of like my uh my therapy <laughs> um you know you have a bad day at work or a bad week at work and you don't want to kick your kids or launch your dog out the window <laughs> you can go scare the shit out of a bunch of paying customers so are you allowed like tell me what kind of things happen in these uh haunted houses i mean like how far does it go I mean, do you, I mean, do you throw I, flashlights I at people? Or, I mean, what are we talking about? Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? If I could use it as some kind of prop, that'd be awesome. Like, I'm going to fuck you all to death, right? But no, it's not going to happen <laughs> that way. <laughs> Hand jobs for everyone and just start running around crazy screaming. Oh, no, it's... Hand jobs and muscles. Going to write a musical. <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll put it in the very Chanarant Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, so years ago, I worked at a haunt where we could actually like grab people, you know, uh, pull them around, grab them by the throat, grab oh, them by the arms. Yeah, that was the Kavanaugh Fear Fest. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, people actually pay for that. But but the, where, where I work now is more family oriented, so we don't have a, uh, we don't can't grab anybody, but we can still scare them, you know, really good. And you know, it, it's it's really surprising how many people are scared of clowns. So that's just, it, it's a built-in fear right there. You don't have to do a whole lot. Just be big and fearless and get in their personal space dressed in, a, you know, basically clown pajamas. And uh, I usually, I play Bobo, and he's more of like a uh, used car salesman who had to, like, who lost his job and ended up being a, a clown, but he's also kind of pedophile. So he, like, entices kids into his van with with uh, candy and uh, puppies. Well, so. at least at least it only took us till episode 38 to have a pedophile clown on the show. <laughs> Oh my god! So you're a pedophile <laughs> clown in your spare time, is what you're telling us? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, not in. I mean, you don't act on it, so it's okay. You just <laughs> play like you do. It's kind of like the whole soaking thing. As long as you don't move, then you're okay. Do as you, long as you don't move, God can't see you. Do you have? A, <laughs> do you, what's your pedophile clown voice that you use in your? Uh, uh, just kind of like house? Car, you know, like, hey, I got some candy for you, little girl. You want to get in my van? Oh, and, just, like, just like just like kind of like it almost. Yeah, exactly. Because nah. it's like a lot. We in the place that I work, we have a bunch of clowns, and they all kind of do like hee hee ha ha kind of crazy stuff. And I just basically play like I'm a used car salesman. I'm I'm, but I've lost my job, so I, I had to do get another gig doing birthday parties in a clown in a clown suit. 
And so that's kind of how I play it off. I don't do the silly voices or anything like that. Well, it's funny because we actually we actually have that in common. I also uh, during Halloween Halloween season, I I pick up a couple extra bucks working at haunted houses, scaring people. Um, I dress up as a scientist. <laughs> And when they walk through, I jump out and I go, the ocean temperature is rising and all the fish will be dead in 10 years. And then I just go back in my hole and I hide. So <laughs> That is pretty terrifying. It's terrifying, or say, yeah. Or say your taxes are late. Uh, you know, something like that that, <laughs> that adults would be terrified of. Yeah, I just, I just jump out and I'm like, social security is a lie. And then I go back in. <laughs> Man, they scream. The kids, not so much, but the adults, whew, they scream. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are the hard ones to scare anyway, the adults. <laughs> For sure. The kids, not so much. They're by easy. The, by the way, this episode of Channel brought to you by Creepy Sounds, whatever Eric talks. Yeah, no, he's got this weird, like, Halloween dripping noise it's every time. It's the weirdest time. fucking thing. I wonder if this is going to come through. Eric, you'll hear when you when hear you, When back. you hear the episode, you'll yeah. see what we're talking about. It's like, the, there's okay. this weird, like, dripping water noise that comes through every now and then, super randomly. It's creepy oh, as shit. crazy. But it's only when yeah, you're sorry. talking. Oh, it's okay. Well, I I think it's a hol- <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's a Halloween episode. We've talked about Halloween. We've we've talked about fleshlights. We've talked about scary clowns. Yeah. Um, you've made scary noises. You know, like check, check, check. Anything? So I suppose this w- this <laughs> wait. Should we talk about bagpipes? At I was any just going to say this wouldn't <laughs> Shit, be yeah, this wouldn't that. be Channerat unless we got to bagpipes in the last five minutes. So listen, yes. I drank half of this. You you're way behind on the beer. Just give me give me give me time. You're being a little you're being a little <laughs> baby bag bitch on your four loco. Right. So Eric comes from a band in Utah that's very well organized, and they just recently had auditions for their. I don't. I don't know what the fuck that's for. To be honest, uh, to figure out their grade well, levels, I guess. So right, yeah. So what, what f- we what, what is this? Process? I am. I am interested in hearing how you guys do this because this is the first I've heard of it. So for us, we have so we have four bands. We have a grade two, three, four, and a five. And it used to be, you know, when we were working on trying to promote entire bands, but now that we've kind of got equilibrium between two and five, uh, so now the the onus is still to compete and do well at competitions, but the ultimate goal now is to get people their own personal um, movement through the bands. So every year, uh, if you want, let's say you're a grade four piper and you want to try out for the grade three band, you have to show up and perform an MSR for the basically our music board, which is, you know, our pipe majors, uh, pipe sergeant, uh, drum sergeant, and it's usually of all four bands, and they basically, you have to play for all of them, and they decide, okay, he's good enough or she's good enough to play in a grade three band, or no, you could probably use another year competing in the grade four. So we're a little bit different that way, because most bands are usually just like one band or maybe even two, like you have a feeder yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. But for us, because uh, our organization is really... We're, we really are dedicated for like teaching and progression and, and getting everybody on in the right band, you know, because a lot of times like you guys know with grade four, you have a huge difference of players. Like you may have a grade two guy playing in a grade four and a grade five guy playing in a grade four and everybody in between. And what we're trying to do is get, you know, a grade three with all grade three pipers or a grade two with all grade two pipers. So there's a lot of attention to detail of getting those people progressed, you know, whether it's through private instruction or just band instruction. So you know, you have to really, you have to be able to, to show you're proficient in playing certain techniques that you're going to obviously need to, to play in the next level band. And then we do that every year. We have uh, auditions for, the only band you don't have to audition for is grade five because that's our complete beginner band. And that's, and, and that's been for us really good because we can take people that's been on pipes for six months and throw them in a grade five band. And in two to three years, they can be in a grade four. And then another year, they can be in a grade three. 
and maybe if they've just got their head on their shoulders and they practice regularly, they can be in the grade two in five years. I mean, that's totally doable, you know, and uh, it's it's a very unusual for us because we started out with just one band and now it's four bands. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's a shit ton. I mean, two through five. How, the, the thing that's how many the people thing that's do you have in your organization? Now, what's that? How many people do you have in your organization? Eighty to ninety players. We need to move to Utah. <laughs> you want to live in Utah? The good punk get all the Mormon chicks. Come on, rock scene. I could marinate on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah, hump, yeah, for I sure. Could hump butts. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you could you could I just mean, you could just hump the crack of the ass. That's a thing by the way. Exactly. Can, I know it you is. You can look it up on I know it is. Stuff. You told me about this. I don't have to look it up. <laughs> I will never be able to get the visual out of my brain. <laughs> but yeah, Speaking I mean, of which <laughs> I just I just thought of a person who listens to the show that's gonna take offense to that. <laughs> I'll believe it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten really good at sign language and lip reading, by the way, just awesome. just via podcast. Some days are better than others, but uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I mean, I think that's I think that's interesting. Um, I think that the idea of a yearly audition to be placed, I know for the fact that, like, you know, back back when we had that many levels, we had like the four, the five, and the parade. We, I don't know. There, there are people that I've heard in our organization that wish they knew better where they stood. Like, like where exactly sure. am I? But maybe, maybe an audition's a good way to do that. Like, you know, once a year you audition. Some people move up. Some people move down. And you just kind right. of, you kind of like equalize that way. You know, like right. just have it be, have it be a consistent prog- process. Because realistically, when you're a player, when you're um, in a band. You, you're not always at your highest level. Yeah, and I mean, and imagine too, like, you know, a lot of times when you're, if you're a good player already and you're playing, let's say, in a grade four and you've got really good players, that usually pulls you up, right? But then there's also people that just are never going to be able to play at that level. So they get yeah. discouraged or whatever. But just imagine if, okay, well, let's say that they're struggling at a grade three level. Hey, take a year and step back in the grade four and work on some technique. I think it's awesome. Maybe... It's awesome to have that kind of backup, to have that. Right. And that's new for us. I mean, because we just barely formed the grade three last year. And, you know, and grade five's only been around since, what, 2012 in Wispava? So it's like, you know, before that, it used to be all the newbies and pretty good people were all in grade four. And there's a huge gap. And, and every year, you know, you would lose people. They would come and go. And you didn't get very much consistency. And now we're getting very consistent because you get people that are the same playing level. Yeah, you might have, let's say a grade four might have one or two grade three players in it, but everybody else is probably right around that grade four level. And so you're not having to just, I mean, you guys know it. You got the weak link in the chain, right? Somebody cannot do a Tarlua for shit. And you constantly at practice are going Tarlua, Tarlua, Tarlua. And everybody else who can play it is like, I want to put a gun in my mouth. Whereas, you know, the person that <laughs> can do the one, it. What was the one that someone tweeted at me? Uh, apparently, I said I wanted to suck start a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly, right? <laughs> you were saying that? <laughs> well, I go through a lot of jokes in, a, in an episode. I, I, did, I, I go for quantity. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then I yeah. let the audience tell me which ones I thought were the funniest. You, th- you throw the spaghetti against the wall and hopefully see, sticks, See what right? sticks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and so that's kind of what, for, for us, it was kind of, you know, like that. But once we got the four bands and we started getting equilibrium, 
then people started getting shuffled into where they belong. And now you don't have that. You don't have people that are struggling because everybody's learning how to play a Tarlua. So if you're going over that, everybody's getting that benefit and you're not getting discouraged. And you're playing the level that you want to be, hopefully with eyes, you know, looking to the next level. When I like you guys. I really, I really ahead, like, sorry. I really like that idea because, um, like, just when I think about uh, some of my friends that are players in my own experience, you don't always have as much time to put in. Also, so like when you get people that have like a major life change or a major employment and career change, like they could potentially spend less time at a lower level because of circumstance, right. and not and not have to necessarily just drop off the face of the earth. Right. I mean, we have the same thing. I mean, we have tons of people, obviously, here in Utah, we have tons of people that go and get married early and have kids early, or they go on their missions, right? And so, a lot of times, we lose them for a couple of years, and they might be a grade three player, but then when they come back after two years, they may not be ready to play in the grade three level again, so they can go back into the grade four and work their way back up and not feel intimidated by getting cut every performance because they just can't play the grade three stuff yet. If I'm being you know, completely honest, that sounds like an incredibly smart way to do it. Oh, it, it is it, for us. I mean, you know, you guys. But then again, you guys have a lot of numbers too. That's I was right. just going to say. They have the people that they are, can pull this off. Yeah, like, right. And, and they have bodies struggle. to throw on the front line. Right. Sure. You know, and we struggle with drummers like everybody does. I mean, we still we're we're still trying to get ourselves up to where we everybody has the right amount of drummers to make it you know great. But um, you know, the big thing you like you guys are talking about motivation. And it's like the motivation now is, oh, I want to play my best so maybe I can get moved up the next year to the next level, if that's their goal. Now, there's people that are in our grade five that probably will never want to go into grade four because they love being in that band. They've only got to learn one or two sets. They don't have to play concerts very much. And then you've got the grade two, which is kind of a show band, and they want to go out there and just play everything, and they've got a huge amount of sets. And you know, it, the motivation now is, do I want to stay here and be with these guys, or do I want to re- shoot for grade two, you know? And it's, it's really nice. And, you know, it used to be, you know, we'd always have to worry about, you know, where are we going to get players, but we're growing them now. You know, we've got beginning drummers, we've got beginning pipers, and they're all starting out in the grade five or, you know, they're on drums and pads. Or, uh, <laughs> nice. Sorry, Fusco hit his I mic. Did. I was trying to hide it and Josh, like, he like looked at me like, is that what I thought it it's was? It's been a while. You've gotten pretty good. <laughs> yep. No, that was pretty good. But, you know, and, and that's kind of where we're at. We're really, we're really lucky. We're really blessed. And, and as far as like motivation, it's just like, I, I can't say there's one thing that does it. Everybody wants to do their best because they don't want to let their bandmates down. You know, people come to band, go to rehearsal, they're prepared. You know what I mean? And it's like, you you want to get in there because we want to, and it's not that we're like, oh, we're going to be domination, we're the board, we're going to take everybody over. But we just, we want to go out there and have good runs and feel good about taking those runs. And, how does, and also then. How do you guys do that though? Like, is that like the nature of. Mormonism, because like how how do I no. get how do I get no. Angel to show up and know his goddamn shit? Because he... I I you know it's 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 almost like not it's not very quantitative, right? It's kind of hard to say. Ooh, we got to do this because this will motivate this guy to practice. Um, for us, it's like you come to practice and you want to make sure that you've practiced during the week because you don't want to be the dumbass that every time we have to do something, everybody looks at you going, "You seriously can't get this tack him down, or you can't do this, you can't do that." So it's kind of like. It's kind of self-correcting just because everybody's like, we want to be as good as everybody else in the band, if not better, right? So yeah. it's like, there's not, there, and there really isn't like that kind of shaming. Like, you don't have to look at someone and goes, man, you play like ass. You don't have to do that because everybody knows and they kind of self-internalize and they kind of motivate themselves. I kind of right? I kind of like the, the idea of that. Just, I mean, I think that there's something to be said for just knowing where you are. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot less pressure now, right? So if you're playing in a band and everybody plays at the same level than you, then you're not going to be worried about, oh my God, we're going to play a tune that I absolutely can't play and I'm the only one that can't play it. Then right? again, you're- for us, the issue we'd run into is that we have three grades with two people in each grade. Yeah, exactly right. Correct. So right, and, and, what, and that's what good does it do for? Well, okay. I mean, it's it's always important for people to know where they are, of course. But we don't have enough people that it matters. Knowing that's going to help anyway. Like every, right. we all have to play in the same level anyway. So what's the difference? So the the thing that ends up that we ended up finding was you just got to start playing tunes so you can get everybody moving and progressing. I mean, you got somebody that's been playing pipes for ten years and still sounds like they did when they first started the pipes. Or do you have people that every year you can tell they're making progress, right? And, and the people that aren't making progress you might have to work on getting, you know, or, or you guys just make a street band. You have a second, you know, you have a street band for people that just do like gigs where they just play like band, you know, street tunes. And that's kind of like your guys' grade five. And then you just work on building those guys up to get into your grade four. Well, we, did, we, did, we do have like the parade level. Which is essentially right. what we call our street band. Yeah. Right. The problem is when you have like a grade four band and a street band, the issue you run into is the people that are playing the most gigs and the most public performances are the lower level players because they're in the parade and street band, not in the grade and, four band. Right. But then hopefully that's going to get them right there. That's going to give them the self-confidence that they're like, hey, I'm playing in front of people, so they're not going to shit their pants when they go to the grade four and go up to the line to compete, right? I mean, I'm all I'm all down for self confidence, but I think practice is more important. Sure, I mean, and and we go through the same thing. I mean, you don't have everybody coming and we're all perfect, and you know, every, you know, after two weeks of learning new tunes, we're you know amazing, but people are still working on it and trying. Now, you can obviously tell when somebody hasn't practiced. I mean, that's just a given, but. That's that's yeah, so it's far it's, it's between Angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I wasn't going to call you names. But, you know, so so you know the people that are practicing, and hopefully you can find a way to encourage those people so that they're going to practice harder, so that when they come, they're prepared. Well, you know? I found I found the most the most perfect way to encourage those that do not practice to actually practice. What's I found that if I call Angel out on the podcast repeatedly, he listens to the show, and his wife listens to the show. <laughs> and then he practices a lot and comes in and like knows it. I mean, the last couple of weeks comes in and knows his shit pretty well. Right. Was that, I don't know. I think that's. Nah. So all you got to do if you have players that refuse to practice is create a podcast, get a ton of listeners <laughs> and then call them, yeah, out. Call call them out. out. I mean, everyone, everyone thinks that the Channel Rant podcast was this like great idea or this comedy show. No, all he wanted to do was have Angel practice. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> point. <laughs> that, was the, that was the whole <laughs> The whole point of the show <laughs> was angel just to like talk Angel into learning his parts. <laughs> and on nice. that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think there's a lot there's a lot of um, interesting material there that we're gonna have to get back into too of like how you you know how you let people know where they stand in the band, how you kind of like deal with those different mentalities. But it's, I do want to oh, go ahead, Eric. I was gonna say it's it's one of those things where it's. I think you just have to be truthful, right? Because I think a lot of times people want to play the nice guy and not shit on anybody's dreams. So, but you, you know, if you take them aside, you know, and, and not do it and berate them in front of the entire band, but pull, take them aside and say, hey, look, this is what we need to work on and I'm willing to help you, that might be one of the things. Cool. You know, it, it, it's, I think what I've noticed, and I've, I've only been playing with one band my whole time, so I can only give it from my experience from our stuff, but it usually comes down to you just got to tell it to them straight. 
Like, hey, you're just not yeah. cutting it or you're not – because a lot of times people don't want to get – you don't want to hurt other people's feelings because they want to be friends with them. And sometimes, sorry, bagpiping, especially pipe bands, is a team sport, not an individual sport. You know, if you if you want to play like shit, go and compete on your own. If you want to play with a band and have success, you need to pull your weight or you won't get to play, you know? No, I think I think that makes sense. And I think that you, you touched on a good point. Like, you don't want to shit on anybody's dreams, but – Everyone should realize that dreams, much like God, aren't real. So <laughs> let's just figure out how we can realistically play better and enjoy music together as as people. Right, and and that's the thing, right? Because you want to have fun doing it. Because it's all volunteer. If you're not having fun, then Fuck people are going to stop volunteering. Right. But I do want to do. Okay, so we're we're getting to the end of the show. I want to do last thoughts. So I want to go Fusco, Eric, and then I'll I'll close out if that's cool with you guys. Sweet. So Fusco, final thoughts on today's episode. My thought is, to sum up, is everyone should get a fleshlight (laughs) (laughs) and experiment with it, and then we'll do a wrap-up. We'll, like, a couple episodes, I don't know, maybe a few episodes from now, we'll we'll all come on. We we have two weeks till Dirtbag Olympics Part 3, so. You could could totally do it like a fleshlight. If you have Amazon Amazon Prime. Oh, I do. You can do you can do your experiment and let us know by the time we have right, Dirtbag Olympics. This is what I'll do. My summary is this. I will get a flashlight, <laughs> review it, experiment with it, explore it deeply. <laughs> truly, well, not that deeply. Madly, truly, deeply. Well, yeah, shallowly, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> And I will come back to you at the Dirtbag Olympics and explain, uh, review it. I want so, an honest review for so sure. So part of part of Dirtbag Olympics Part Three is going to be a, a, flashlight, a review. flashlight review by Andy Fusco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in, ladies and That's gentlemen. Welcome to the Channery Podcast. <laughs> in case you didn't know, this is a, an explicit podcast. This is the world's worst <laughs> bagpiping podcast. Wow. We're going to give you five seconds to sign off (laughs) (laughs) after just listening for the past hour. Um, So, Eric, uh, hit us with your final thoughts, brother. Uh, You know, this, I'm just glad that if this is the world's worst bagpiping podcast, that I could make it even that much worse by adding my two cents. (laughs) That you did. With with fleshlights and pedo clowns. And marinating. And marinating. I'm glad I was able to teach you something because that's the whole idea, right? We got to learn something. The whole idea is education. Day. And uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love you, brother. It's It's been fantastic to have you on. Education. Oh, thanks so much, guys. Education, um, yeah. Honestly, sure. I don't even know what to say for final thoughts of this episode. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it essentially was a 45-minute conversation about masturbating. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where we, to go. We hit a new low, right? Total new low. Hey, let me just put it this way. I mean, we got to relate everything back to pipe bands. So if you're into masturbating for 45 minutes, pick up P. Brock. <laughs> How true is that? Oh yeah, and support Kenny Heiner for uh, Kenny Heiner German, for use of a branch, southern something branch, other. something or another uh, thankless, worthless job, and follow <laughs> follow Eric's uh, pedophile clown on Facebook. Heck yeah, find me, please. And uh, yeah, well, you don't want to find him. Trust me, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll send you scary pictures. He'll find no he'll there. find you. I'll find you. But hey, I just want to thank you for being on the show, brother. Um, I want to thank oh, you man. Uh, for listening, all of the six that yeah. are tuning in right now. And Eric was one of the original six. He's one of the original I'm one of OGs. six. OGs. Absolutely. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, no, I had a blast, you guys. Anytime you want to talk more about marinating or fleshlights, <laughs> vampire <laughs> clowns, give me a holler, dude. I'll totally do that. that. All that being said, I want to thank you all for listening. And um, Fusco, place out. Keep up, keep up.
Are you training for a marathon? Keep you up and running? Maybe you're looking to push yourself. Do you wanna fuck a rubber vagina? Just put a flashlight on your shelf. Stamina training unit Fuck a flashlight today Do you wanna Come on a big old silicone vagina Grab your flashlight silicone unit today Dishwasher safe You're easy to hide Put it in your glove compartment or in your nightstand flashlight. Training vagina. Do you want to marinate? Maybe soak for a bit. This is a place where you can hide your dick. Just flashlight. Training vagina. $69.95 Flashlight.com That's just as it's gonna get. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my god. <laughs>